This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. What's up? Welcome back to Lady Talk Radio. I am your main chick, Stacey Ray, and I'm so excited to be bringing you another episode today. This is episode number 36 with Amanda Goolsby. And this podcast, as always, is brought to you by WeAreLadyAlpha.com, where we start conversations that empower you and help move you forward so you can have the fierce and fulfilling life you want. For the show notes of this particular episode, you can simply go to weareladyalpha.com forward slash 36 radio. So a little side note, if you are listening to this on iTunes or somewhere else and you don't see the show notes, if you're not already kicking it on that page, it's definitely the place to be. It's got all the goods. You can listen to the episode. You can read through the show notes. There's links to Amanda, contact information, all that stuff. So it's definitely the place to be. So in this episode, we talk about the shift from living and striving for achievement versus living in alignment and why this is one of the most profound shifts that we can all make in our work and in our lives. And Amanda has an amazing story of her own to share that she talks about in this episode. She left a 13-year career as an executive in the fitness industry after scaling that business from 2 million in revenue to 20 million, so pretty significant growth in there, and really just sharing her journey of getting to this place of success and then feeling this lack of fulfillment. And she'd been really checking all the boxes, which I know a lot of us A-type personalities can relate to putting our head down, our heart down, and really just making shit happen, but then often getting there, you know, wherever there is, and realizing that we aren't living into the best version of ourselves. And so this is what Amanda is so, so good at pointing out and sharing different tips and strategies and processes and ways to really start to live and step into full life alignment. And she really has this holistic approach, which I love, and I know you will too. So in this conversation, she shares really the process of really reclaiming alignment in all areas of our lives and some really, really powerful practices for you to start to increase your own awareness and really tap into your potential. So make sure you have your favorite journal or pen and paper for this episode. There's so many different gold nuggets and I absolutely know you're going to fall in love with Amanda just like I did. So let's get into it. Welcome to Lady Talk Radio, Amanda. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yes. And I'm excited to pick your mind a little bit, so this will be fun. <laughs> so before we jump into learning more about you and everything, let's give like a little bit of background kind of on you and just even if you can just give us kind of like a snippet of your normal day, like what has your life been like these days? Yeah, definitely. So I recently, about four months ago, made a really big transition and switch in my life um, from being a VP for a fitness company and traveling all around the world, opening up fitness franchises to jumping fully into my purpose and my calling, which is coaching women and running a full-time coaching business, launching a podcast that's going to be kicking off here in about a month and hosting live retreats for women. My first one's going to be in Bali this coming April. And so I really work around my brand being aligned success. And so as far as a day in the life is I try to really live into that alignment in everything that I do. So typical day for me, I wake up, well, I go to sleep at 10 p.m. and I wake up at 5.30 
because I am like a seven and a half hour, like consistent (laughs) sleeper. And I wake up and I exercise immediately, like at 6am, I do my workout from six to seven. And then I jump into kind of my morning routine of meditation, journaling, reading, um, all right after my workout. I do that personally because I tried meditating like right when I woke up and I just fall back asleep. (laughs) All right back asleep. So I had to get my butt up and get to the gym or get to hot yoga or, you know, just go do some stretching or go for a walk, whatever that is for me. But I really try to create that as a consistent practice in my day. And then once I finish that morning routine and had a healthy breakfast, uh, then I jump into my day. And, and the reason that I'm so mindful of that is that is one of the greatest practices for me keeping my own alignment is taking care of myself first for a couple of hours in the morning so that I can show up in my work and in what I'm doing for the rest of the day, the way that I ultimately know I want to. Yes. So on it. What was that like for you? Like, you know, you you spoke about that transition and I'm curious, like, as you moved into this now lifestyle and it sounds like you're really clear on like what sets you up for alignment and everything, you got a lot going on. I know you're traveling and doing other things too. Like before you kind of came into this new practice of alignment, what was life, life like for you and kind of how did you operate and, and live as this VP of this company? Mm, yeah, great question. So first off, I would say this little three by seven inch (laughs) device called a cell phone. Um, It ran my entire existence Mm -hmm. from, and I'm talking middle of the night. I'm talking 5 a.m. Like it didn't matter what time of day it was. I was fully connected to my cell phone because I had people that were looking to me from the UK, from the East Coast and from the West Coast of the United States. So I was in time zones that were three hours ahead of me, eight hours ahead of me. And, you know, the time zone I was in and sometimes traveling in between. So man, like just thinking about the way I was operating, I was definitely not operating as my best self. Most of the time I was like operating just really in this like constant state of stress and like literally on the edge of burnout, like all the time um, where I just remember feeling like, Oh, like, if I could just have a day, like I literally didn't have full days off. And when I did take a full day off, I had so much guilt Mm. (laughs) around taking a day off and disconnecting from my device that it wasn't even worth it. Cause I was like so uncomfortable on the days that I would take off. So I just stayed connected. That was like, at the time that was easier (laughs) (laughs) being completely honest. So yeah, that's kind of how I operated. Not healthy. Um, I still exercise. I still like had, you know, some self-care practices. And I would say my performance like was always there. Like I was on, you know, I was achieving, I was achieving and I was building fitness businesses and doing my thing. But deep down, there was this sense of disconnect. And there was this sense of knowing that there was more and like knowing that there was a better way to operate my world and to operate my life. So the transition was tough at first, really because I was so used to doing all the time that when I stopped doing, I had to like, whoa, like really, and I shouldn't say stop doing because I never really stopped, but it was like shifting from like being connected to a device at all times to setting boundaries in my life. But at first it like brought up all these uncomfortable feelings. Like I felt Mm -hmm. like 
I wasn't accomplishing anything in the world. Like I wasn't making the same impact that I was before. And it was like definitely a good 30 to 60 days of uncomfortable transition. But once I've worked through that and like since I've really come out on the other side, I would say, I feel really, really glad that the process has taken place. Yeah. Powerful. And is that part of the reason in your focus on aligned success? Like, is that part of the reason why you started this, the business in this way? Is is this part of your passion and what you see for women as well? Oh yeah. One, 1000%. I mean, I connect so much with the mindset of a high achiever. You know, I've always been a high achiever. I mean, I've been a high achiever since like I was five years old. My mom would be like, my mom would be like, what the heck? Like, who is this little miniature human being? Like, I've just always been so driven um, in my life for success in like whatever capacity that's been. But what I've come to realize over time is that's all fine and dandy and we can want to be successful. But at some point, we have to ask like what building we're putting our ladder up against and what building we're climbing up that ladder. Like, is it the path that we ultimately want to be on in our life or are we just doing it for the sake of achievement? And so as I started to really create some clarity for my own life in this transition about why I've transitioned into this world of coaching and mentoring women and consulting even businesses is I want to help people achieve this alignment over just achievement, achieve, achieve, achieve. And for what, and for the sake of what, and not be connected to the feeling and like going through life, really feeling into what you're achieving or slowing down, connecting to what you know is the truest wisdom of your like self, and then aligning with that and and making moves in your life all areas of your life around that alignment. And so that's really where the Aligned Success brand and my teaching and my my coaching practices came about and came from. Mm, love it. I love that you're speaking this too, because I think this is so important. You know, I think more than ever, women are really focused on moving forward. We've got so many tools, so many different practices, so many new businesses, different ideas. Like I know a ton of like online entrepreneurial women who are just hustling, making things happen. And I'm curious for you, like, as you started to distinguish the difference, like what did alignment, what does alignment mean to you? Because I guess we hear this thrown around a lot around like kind of what alignment is and we need to be in alignment. Can you just jam on that for a second? Kind of like your experience of alignment and what that means? Totally. For me, alignment is about quieting the noise Mm. that surrounds us in the world, listening to ourselves, getting to know ourselves at a deep level, knowing what our values are, knowing who we are, what our identity is, who we are in this world, connecting to our own self-worth and our own self-value and showing up every day in a way that is aligned with all of those things, Mm -hmm. our deep inner wisdom, our values and morals, how we want our life to be, And what success means to us, not what anyone else has to say about how our life should look, where we should live, how we should live, what we should do for work, how our body should look, any of that. 
connect it to myself and to that deepest wisdom of who I am and what I want. And that's ultimately what alignment is to me. Mm, so good. Yeah. I really felt that as you were describing it. I was like, oh, that's that's huge. Even just the idea of like getting to know ourselves in that deep way. I mean, truly, like I, I feel like I'm in my early 30s and I feel like that was like it's been in the past few years that I've really started to I- embrace that and get to know myself in that way. And to, to think that most of us can go our whole lives and not truly know what we want, what it, what matters to us, what we truly want to create in the world, who we are in the world, like what a gift that is to get to know ourselves in that way. So I love that you described it that way, too, because it's not this kind of elusive, like, you'll know when you're in alignment. It's very tangible, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you get to do Mm -hmm. this work. So as you were in this journey of yourself moving more into alignment, what did you notice started to change in your own life? Like, what were some of the results of the the new established alignment? I would say the biggest shift and the biggest change was feeling. And what I mean by that is the feelings that I had every single day about my life. So I'll give you just a a prime example of that is, you know, when we're focused on achievement and we are just like focused on checking off the boxes, answering the phone call, accomplishing the next task, we aren't present to like what is happening and like fully feeling into our lives. And then a year passes and we're like, whoa, like, where did that year just go? Mm -hmm. And we didn't enjoy it. We didn't live into fun experiences that could have happened because we were so worried about the next step in the path and the next step in the journey. And so for me, it was the, the biggest shift was the shift of feeling like I can sit and feel with the positive that comes up and the happy moments in life. And I can like sit and feel when the uncomfortable feelings and the, you know, working through the past traumas that have happened in my life, like just being present with my feelings a lot more than just like being on this nonstop treadmill where I'm like just going so fast that I'm literally not stopping and feeling anything. Yeah. Because we numb ourselves by doing that as women, we, we, when we don't slow down enough to feel, we literally are numbing ourselves to experiencing life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And through that numbing, let's go there for a moment, because that's like, that's, there's some depth in there, you know, in like in that numbing, when we avoid, when we resist, when we just keep going and just being on that wheel, eventually, what, what did you see happen in your own life as a result of that? Or what do you see in some of your clients as we continue to, to numb and avoid? Yeah, I think, you know, the biggest things for me that I saw were disconnection in relationship. And relationship with self, which which is where it starts, and then relationship with others. Because when you are numbing yourself to feeling by achieving, like you're just like literally go, go, go. Like if I just get to the next thing, like when I get to the next thing, then I'll be happy. Then I'm going to be satisfied. Is that you stop connecting to people in your world because you, you don't feel. You're not feeling. You like literally are just focused on one thing and one thing only, and that is getting to the next goal. So I'd say that that's probably where I see a lot with my, both with myself and with my clients. 
And the more that we can look at what are that like habits that are keeping you in that cycle? Mm-hmm. What are the things that are showing up in your life over and over again that continue these patterns that keep coming up for you? How can we like put those into the light and then talk about them and allow ourselves to feel, feel them and then really make a concrete plan to start taking action and like taking some accountability to not have that run our world anymore. Yeah. Love that. What you just said was so powerful. You know, habits are totally my jam. And, and I feel like they give us those incremental changes when we can get really honest about some of the habits. It's not personal. We're not like, you know, our habits are are usually not personal bashes against ourselves. It doesn't mean that we're weak or we're anything. It just means that we've created habitual ways of being that are just supporting this other thing that we're up to. And so I love what you said, because it's like just getting honest about it and getting, hey, this is what's occurring and this is what's been going on, create some accountability and start to shift them, right? There's a real Mm -hmm. gentleness in there. There was something that you said earlier that really stuck out to me when you said, you know, as you were starting to transition into this more alignment-based living, that there was this moment of like, am I, you know, am I still moving forward? Like, am I still getting things done? And Mm -hmm. and I'm curious because that's probably a pretty common fear that arises. I know it did for me for sure when I was kind of moving out of being a total workaholic, Mm -hmm. um, that we won't get anything done. And my experience of you now is like, you're getting things done. You're still getting things done. You're still living your life and your lifestyle has now increased and how you feel has increased. Mm -hmm. So can you kind of jam on that for a second? Like as you transitioned into like being more in alignment, still achieving, how did you notice your performance change specifically around like how much you would create or accomplish Mm -hmm. from this new way of alignment? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I think the first place to start with that is as we learn to get more in alignment, we also learn to trust ourselves more. And as we trust ourselves more, we ultimately do what needs to be done more often. Yeah. Totally. But in a way that feels good. <laughs> right. So, you know, when we are just like constantly on this like achievement, there's so many times where like, we don't even want to perform, right? Like I remember so many times I'd be like, oh, I do not want to wake up. Like, I don't want to look at my cell phone. Like, I just don't want to do this because the mindset around it is it's not positive, right? So I'm not doing what I deep down feel like I want to be doing and need to be doing and trusting my own inner wisdom to do the things that I need to do. And so I'm really not achieving as much as I could at the level that I could from a performance standpoint as when I get into alignment. And so what I would say is, you know, like with the female entrepreneurs that are are possibly listening to this show is if you're telling yourself the lie that if you get into alignment, you're not going to achieve as much, you literally are just telling yourself a lie. Yeah. Because the more in alignment that you get and the more that you learn to trust that deep inner wisdom, the more you start crushing it in the world. Yes. (laughs) So good. I'm going to quote you on that. That was really epic. (laughs) That was really epic. So when you like just for the listeners who are really relating to that and going, okay, yeah, I've been kind of sitting in this place of if I slow down, I won't get anything done. I've been really a focus on achievement and accomplishment what was sort of the first step, you know, what would be a first tip or first step for them in terms of starting to shift that and feel more into what alignment means for them? 
So <laughs> when I say this, people are probably going to be like, not happening. You're crazy. <laughs> Here's this crazy lady talking. Again. I love it. So, um, this was actually given to me as a homework assignment by one of the coaches that I worked with. And for being a super type A high achiever, it was hard as it was like, literally, I was like, yeah, right. This is not happening. So I'm just going to put it out there because it was very powerful for me. Wake up in the morning at like your normal time, whether that's five or six or seven, whatever it is. And do not turn on your cell phone. Do not talk to another human being. Do not put on the TV. Do not turn on the radio. The you literally cannot talk to anyone. You cannot do anything. You can only have a notebook and a pen or a piece, piece of paper and a pen. And you can walk and you can still eat your normal like food, but like literally a day of silence. Wow. Yeah. And the reason that that was so powerful for me is in that day, plus a few other conversations, it taught me that I was still valuable and worthy in this world without doing anything. And why that's so important to understand at a deep level is that there's going to be times in your life where life is going to knock you on your butt. And you're not going to be able to achieve. I mean, you know my story a bit, but in July of 2010, I was in a wave runner accident on the Snake River on the border of Washington and Idaho. And my whole life, like literally my whole identity, everything was fitness. I competed in like fitness bodybuilding competitions. I taught 10 group fitness classes a week. I did personal training. I was a student in exercise science at Washington State University. I bartended on the weekends. Like that was my, I mean, literally achievement. And like I was traveling the world. I had just gotten back from this European vacation by myself. But like fitness and my body was my whole world. And my identity was so wrapped up in that. But July 24th, 2010, when I got in this wave runner accident, I was literally knocked down completely. I was life flighted and almost lost my leg. And that night, you know, my ability to do anything, like anything was taken away. And why that's so important to just talk about is because I had never had this conversation before the accident happened. I had never thought about what is my worth and what is my value and what, what is my identity in this world. And because I hadn't had that conversation, that accident took me to such a dark place because everything my life was based around was fitness. And at the blink of an eye, it was all taken away from me. Mm-hmm. And I was in a wheelchair. And I was in a wheelchair for six months of my life. And when that happens, if you don't have a strong connection to understanding that your worth and your value are more than what you do and what you're achieving in the world, then when life knocks you down, 
you start making really poor choices because you don't feel like you are worth anything anymore. And you don't have a sense of love for yourself anymore. And you start really acting in a way that is not in alignment with your best self. And that's the journey that I found myself on. And so the reason that I say that that day of silence is powerful is because for someone who is a very type A high achiever, it just helps you to realize that you are still breathing, you are still living, you are still sharing love and putting amazing work out into the world. You're still connecting with people the next day. You still are waking up and getting to do the things that you love. So even a day of rest or silence, even if it's like I'm literally forcing myself to be silent, it just allows you to journal out all the feelings that come up around achievement and around not accomplishing something in a day and then realizing that it's okay. Like, it's okay. There's going to be times where you don't accomplish anything in a day and that's okay. And the world is still going to move around and you're still a good person and you still have value. You still have worth in this world. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is so powerful. And I'm, cu- I'm curious. I'm like looking at me- myself going, I'd like to do that now. That sounds amazing. How yeah. often do we have that opportunity to do that? And I think sometimes we look at you know, this one day, oh, it's so much time. But like, what's one day to get this, this realization or this new insight or this new awareness, or even just one day to not to not connect and experience what comes through from that place? Mm -hmm. You know, to connect Mm -hmm. only to yourself or yeah, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm challenging all of the listeners, if you're hearing this, and you're going, that sounds really, (laughs) I don't know if I can do it. That means that you are going to do it and you should do it. <laughs> and it's meant for you if you're having that reaction. So mm-hmm. that is powerful. So thanks for sharing that. And, you know, in that journey that you had been on through this and kind of the, the different ebbs and flows that you've been on in terms of knowing about yourself now and being this type A personality, kind of how do you notice like when you start to find yourself wanting to slip back into that, you know, achievement focused or kind of like over putting achievement before your alignment, what do you, what are some of the ways that you start to kind of bring yourself back when you notice it or do do you notice it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely do notice it because I think awareness is one of the keys to this, right? Mm -hmm. You can't be, you can't be aligned and you can't achieve aligned success unless you create daily habits around awareness. Yeah. And so that means for me personally, that means having a nightly routine that's just as strong as my morning routine where I take 10 minutes to recap what happened in my day and really sit down and like ask myself the things that I did and like what I accomplished today was it aligned? Like, am I moving in an aligned direction in my health? Am I moving in aligned direction in the relationships and the connections that I made today? Am I being aligned with my best self financially in the choices that I made today? And so just that practice, that daily practice of asking a few questions at the end of the night will allow you to stay on track versus letting a month go by or letting a year go by and then saying, Am I aligned again? Yeah. Like, am I, am I, aligned? <laughs> I think I'm not aligned. <laughs> I think I'm out of alignment. Um, but it's it's no different than a, an, any other habit that we want to create in our life. It's a daily ritual or routine that is becomes a practice 
no matter where I'm at in the world, like doesn't matter how heavy my dang purse is. I have like two journals that I carry with me because I just make that a practice, right? And I just write, write in my journal or even take the notes in my phone and just ask a few questions. Like, did I like, how did I feel about what happened in my life today? Was I aligned in the choices that I made with my core values and the direction that I'm trying to go? If I accomplished a lot today, how did it feel? Like, did it feel good? Or did it feel like I was living someone else's dream or putting other people's agendas in front of my own or whatever it was? So just a few questions. And I think the questions are going to be different for every person based on the season that they're at in their lives. But the key is the practice. Yeah, It's not the questions, it's the practice. And so the more that you can create a consistent practice, the, you know, the more you're going to be able to just have those points of check-in, those like Mm -hmm. little quick, little five, 10 minutes of check-in versus letting your life get out of alignment Mm -hmm. and then having to like work your way back in. It's like putting on 30 pounds of weight and then realizing you've put on 30 pounds of weight because none of your clothes fit you and then having to go through the weight loss journey and then getting to a place that you feel good and then repeating it again and gaining the 30, you know what I mean? Like we've probably all been there. I definitely have been there like more times than I can count, but you know, just finding those practices that don't allow you to really get too far off track. I try now, like I don't, (laughs) I just don't want to be to the point where I was so out of alignment in so many areas of my life, especially in my like early twenties after the accident Um, in relationships, in finances, in my health and fitness, in my lifestyle, in my spirituality, really every area of my life was completely out of alignment with my best self, 100%. And I don't ever want to get to that place again. Mm -hmm. And of course, there's going to be ebbs and flows. There's going to be times where it's not like this perfect harmony of like life is always perfect and you're so balanced. But the more checks and balances you put into a plate into place around alignment, the more likely you are to stay on track. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful distinction too. Cause yeah, those daily practices are really that kind of ebb and flow, you know, and checking in and increasing that self-awareness. I love what you said about that. Can we talk about this for a second? Cause I feel like you, you will have something on this. And I think especially to the audience, women listening to this and, you know, it's like, we've all heard like the things we should do, the things that will help us, the things that will support us on this journey. And yet oftentimes we don't do them or we don't implement them or, oh, I don't, you know, oh, I just forgot to journal every day for three months (laughs) or, you know, like kind of just not doing the thing that we know will support us. What has your journey been like with that in terms of like taking on these practices and sticking with them? Yeah. What would you um, say to the women who are maybe feeling that way? And it's yeah. not, it's not a make wrong at all. It's just like yeah, kind yeah. of like that invitation to go deeper or like stick with what we really want. What the, what's that been like for you? What do you want to, what do you want to say about that? Well, first I would say, allow yourself grace because no one is perfect. And the more that right now at this moment, you start beating yourself up over not doing what you were supposed to be doing and that what you thought you should be doing because the practice that you learned or whatever, <laughs> literally, it's like a vicious cycle. And so recognizing recognizing what is, but then allowing yourself grace to understand that we all there's always something that we could be doing that we know we should be doing or we want to be doing in our life that we're not consistently because once you allow yourself grace, you are in a place 
emotionally where you can start to make progress. But as long as you are in a place of judgment, mm-hmm. you are not in a place to start moving forward. And where this, where I learned this, I would say the most is in relation to like my body and body image yeah. and um, my nutritional habits and my exercise habits, because the habits and routines that we want. And like, I would see people and I'm like, man, like, how do they, how do these women like not count their calories and not like have every meal planned out? And like, they look phenomenal and they have great energy and they're so healthy. I was like, oh, like if only I could have that. Like it's, it was this like elusive state of mind and state of being, but I was so judgmental on myself, on myself for like not having that that it definitely didn't bring me any closer to having it. It actually pulled me further away from it. Once I started exuding grace for where I'm at in my place, then I was able to start implementing daily habits that were positive because I was in a good mindset. I wasn't beating myself up over not doing stuff. I could just start start implementing in from coming from a space or coming from a place of positivity and of grace and of knowing that we're all going to make mistakes. So that would be my first thing is start from a place of grace instead of a place of judgment. And then secondly is put yourself around other people and get into conversation and community with other people who are also on that path and on that journey. So whether that's um, a mastermind or whether that's a coach where you are actually, hey, these are the habits and the practices that I know I want in my life and I'm really struggling to implement and to like make this happen. Can you please help support me along this journey? And if you really want it, the value of a coach and like, you know, yeah, you're basically paying someone to walk beside you in this journey and make sure that you do it and hold you accountable to doing what you said you ultimately wanted to do even long after the feeling has passed. So for me, that's been like a powerful part of my own journey. Even my own journey of like personal development and transformation has been investing, like caring about myself enough and caring about my vision enough to invest in coaches that would help me along that path. And it's so easy to like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. Like I'll just do it on myself by myself. But like, ask yourself the question, are you really doing it? Mm -hmm. Are you doing it? Are you making change? If you're making progress and you're like doing it, then congratulations, more power to you. Keep going. If not, find someone, maybe it's even just a friend, but like find someone that you can lean on and that can be your support system as you say, Hey, these are some like new habits and routines I'm trying to build in. Can you just check in with me once a day with a text message and ask me if I've done it? Because there's so many people in this world that would be so happy to be that person for you, you know? Totally. And then like, you never just know, I think sometimes I've, I've noticed this myself, like leaning back and not wanting to ask for someone to hold me accountable or thinking it might be a burden or it might be anything. And it's like, it can be such a gift for the other person and for you to just ask and then receive support, receive that, that connection and that support from someone else that cares. And you never know what that can create for them. You know, like I've held people accountable and been so freaking inspired by just being on the path with them that I take on the same habit. (laughs) 
<laughs> right? So yeah, just give yourself exactly. permission to ask. That's so, yeah, you just covered so many key points in there. Wow, there were so many gems because it truly, like, it, it really is, when we break it down, we can't create change from a place of resistance. We just can't. It's it's no fun. It's constantly going to be pushing ourselves in one direction. Like it can be easy, you know, we can actually make change from a place of ease and flow and joy and support and connection and all of that stuff. So thanks for speaking to that. So powerful. What would you say have been some of the key, um, you've mentioned a couple of them, but like some of the key things that you have found so supportive on your journey in terms of being more in that alignment and, and living from that place. One thing that comes to mind is consistent practices in my, like, um, in my year within every year around reflection. And so I'll give you an example of what I mean by that. At the start of every year, I take about a three to five day period and I read through every journal entry I wrote in the past 365 days. I look back at my calendar appointments that I was at, places that I've been. I think I look back at all my pictures that are in my iPhone and like literally just reflect on what has this year in my life been about? What lessons have I learned? Um, What goals have I accomplished? What goals have I not accomplished? What are my goals for the upcoming year? Um, Where do I need to find a coach? Where do I need to make some change? What could I have done better in this year? Like any, just, I just literally spend three to five days of, and I'm not saying like straight days, but like time within basically like the Christmas to New Year's period of probably, I would say eight hours in total where I take that time. Because what I've found is by doing that and then setting my year up, and then I'll, I'll talk about the checkpoints from there. Um, it just allows me to have this like constant reflection schedule. And like I said before, with the alignment is like, if you're not taking the time to reflect on how your day went, then you get through a week or you get through a month or you get through a quarter or you get through a year. And then you're like, man, why am I not where I want to be in my life? Right? So that's my first big checkpoint is the like Christmas to New Year's time. And I like really take time to reflect and, and look at, everything from the past 365 and plan for the next 365. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I have a monthly reflection schedule right around the end of each month. So I really like take time about, you know, maybe one to two hours or a, a couple hours per day on a weekend. That's right around the end of the month and the start of the month. And I do the same thing. What was this month about? What did I accomplish? What did I learn? What could I have done better? What relationships should I have been more present to? How could I improve the presence that I have with the people that I'm surrounded by? How can I cultivate deeper connection with the people that are in my life? I just start, how could I like have served my health better? I literally just like look at all of the areas of my life and the way that I kind of break my own life down and kind of what aligns success even is what we're talking about is your health your career, and then your life. And life encompasses relationships, finances, spirituality, personal development, um, you know, your fun and your lifestyle and your relationships. 
And so like those seven things, those seven categories is how I really ask questions in all of those areas. And then I do it again on Sundays. <laughs> so it. once a week on Sundays, typically my routine on Sundays is that I like grocery shop and I'll prep some food for the week. So I have healthy options that are ready for me um, so that I can eat what I want when I want it. And it's already like good and ready to go. I'm, I'm not neurotic. Like I used to be on Sundays with my meal prep, but I just like get some stuff ready. Um, and then I go to church in the evenings at like five. And then after church, I usually sit in the hot tub and I do a little like reflection and just visioning of like that upcoming week. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I want this week to be about? Where do I want to put my focus and attention? Where is that intention going to go? And how did I do in the past seven days? Because it's, it's all, it all comes down to, like we said, like if you don't have these checkpoints along the way, you get to the end of the year or you get to the end of your life yeah, and you say, whoa, like I am not where I wanted to be. This is not what I wanted my life to be about. But if you, if you create a practice of slowing down and just like build it into your routines. So for me, it's daily, end of the week, monthly, and at the end of the year. And if I just build those, as I've built those routines in, and am I perfect? No. Are there days that I, that I miss? Yes, there are. Do I ever miss my end of the year? I don't. Like that is something that is so ingrained in me now. But it's definitely such a process that as I've gotten more and more into it and the, the more I've committed to it in my life and the more consistent I've been in my life, the better my life has gotten. Yeah. That's so powerful. Mm, I love that. I do kind of my own little exercises in that way, but I love the way that you broke that down. And I'm thinking as you're saying that, I'm going, you know, we would do that for a business. We would do that for a lot of different kinds of projects that we have in our lives. But our life is like the biggest project we will ever have. So to have that level of reflection and awareness and just like sounds like just real structure, like grounded looking at our lives and going, is this working? How I'm doing this? How's that going? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And just checking in. It's like the ultimate check-ins once a year. Mm-hmm. That sounds epic. Totally going to mm-hmm. do that this year. And I'm going to tag you in my post. <laughs> good. Good. I love it. Amazing. That was such a great, great practice to take on. Uh, just as we're kind of closing this up, I'd love to hear about, you know, what, what you're up to, you know, what's the best way for the listeners to get connected with you. I know you mentioned you've got the retreat coming up. We're going to put some of that stuff in the show notes as well, but anything that you might want to mention or, or anything I didn't ask you that you might want to say too. Yeah. So, you know, my podcast is going to be launching here right around November 15th to 18th. Um, so if you, depending on when this show goes live, definitely jump on and listen to the Align Success podcast show where I'm interviewing high achievers about how we can create more alignment in our health and our career and our life align success in all of those areas and finding out how other people in the world are doing it. And that's, you know, some people that I'm interviewing are just, just the same as you. They're in the same place that you are. They're not superstars and, you know, supermodels and whatever else. (laughs) They are real people doing real life as it's coming up for them and hopefully being a source of inspiration. Uh, So that's definitely one place I'll also share some content and knowledge on there around the different uh, areas of our life and how, how we can create more alignment. 
Secondly, yes, I'm going to be hosting a live retreat in Bali, which is going to be coming up here uh, in April. And this retreat is really for a very select group of women. Um, Only 15 spots are available for the trip. And it's really about finding the right 15 women that are ready to take this journey. Because you could probably get from the way that I speak and the way that I interact is that I really care about women like making transformation, Mm -hmm. but I also don't allow for a whole lot of bullshit in my own life. (laughs) (laughs) And therefore, uh, that is my, you know, my coaching style is, Hey, if you say you're going to do it, I'm going to hold your, I'm going to hold your hand while you do it. And I'm going to walk side by side with you, but I'm going to hold you accountable because that is how you make progress in your life. And that is how change comes. And when you say, Hey, I want to be in alignment and you're not acting from a place of alignment, I'm going to call you out. And that's okay. And that's and okay. If, <laughs> and if that's something that like feels good to you and you're like, man, that's what I need, then um, you know, reach out to me my on social media. My um uh Instagram handle is Amanda Goolsby Coaching. And on Facebook, I'm Amanda Goolsby. So, you know, reach out to me. Feel free to to hop on a call and just find out more about if you feel like, man, like for me, I guess what I would say is something that I haven't mentioned is like my like other ultimate reflection time and like where my alignment has come from is by taking world trips and separating myself fully from my environment, which is why I'm doing the Bali retreat in connection with aligned success. Like that's where my passion for it came because in 2015, I was in the middle of a transition in my own work life and I was moving from being in a business where I was overseeing and operating about $2 million in business to moving into a position where I was going to ultimately be helping oversee like about $20 million in business. So I was 10 Xing the level of expectation that was happening in my life. And I had this like sabbatical for a month and I was able to go to Bali and just be alone and do some of that deep inner work like the deep inner questioning and asking, okay, like I know I'm about to take on a really big season in my life. And I know I'm meant to do this because there's a lot that I'm going to learn about running a $20 million business. But I had to take that time away and get silent and do yoga and reflect and meditate and explore the world and connect with other people and just literally remove myself from my current environment and circumstances in order to really start shifting internally the way that I needed to, mm-hmm. which is where, where, you know, this has all kind of come up and come from. Yes. I just, I'm so much yes to your retreat. I'm so excited for all the participants that get to attend. going to be incredible. This has been so informative. Thank you for dropping so much of your wisdom and just who you are. I love your presence. You've got such a powerful presence, but yet you bring so much softness and gentleness and like just a real, I guess my favorite word, like a harmony into this approach of how you are talking about this. There was just so many gems in there. So hopefully the ladies took notes and um, there will be some little points to, to look for in the show notes as well. And all of Amanda's details are on the show notes. 